Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So I don't know if you guys uh, tune into Cordell's show. He's on from 7 to 10 weekdays on 105.7 The Fan. But this week, Cordell has decided to have a venting session. So what we decided to do for this last segment is allow Cordell to have the floor. And I'll interject here and there when it comes to the NFL and how they are currently acting regarding this Lamar Jackson situation. I would like Cordell to air his grievances about what the NFL is currently doing. So then that way he could feel better because sometimes you just need to grant, you need to go off, say things that you got to say, and then you got to move forward. So Cordell, tell us how you really feel about the. Yeah. I mean, the NFL, they all they, they do things at various moments that frankly piss me off. Um, I tell people all the time, football was my first love. Uh, I, I love the game of football. I really do. And I love the product on the field from the NFL, but I hate the business of the NFL. Um, and Lamar Jackson is only the latest example of why I hate the business side of the NFL, but he's not the only side. The NFL time and time again has shown us that A, they're the biggest liars out there and B, the propaganda push or the this the notion that they're good people or that they're like the whole stop racism stuff, miss me. This is still a league that off and on again, will continue to show their racist tendencies in terms of hiring, in terms of how they treat certain players. We've seen players blackballed from the NFL. Like, they have shown who they are. But 
the other side of it is that they don't hold everybody to the same standards. The owners are allowed to do what they want, right? Because they own the teams. And I think sometimes fans kind of fall into this as well to where they kind of just turn a blind eye to everything that goes on with these owners because it's all oh, they're billionaires. It doesn't matter. They can do what they want. It doesn't matter if they're bad people. They have money. It's nothing we can do to stop them or change it. So it is what it is. But for me, they don't waste time slapping the hand of certain players when it benefits them. But when it's them doing the dirt, it's okay. When Dan Snyder has a, 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 an impossible work environment for women and even men that worked in that building, it's okay. Roger Goodell's going to hide the Mary Jo White support uh, report as long as he possibly can. Nothing happens to Snyder. He's now finally selling, but all these years they've done nothing but sweep that under the rug. You had the Robert Kraft stuff a couple of years ago of him at the massage parlor. That stuff kind of gets swept under the rug. But then even with players, they pick and choose when they want to accept things and what they choose to accept. And you, we, we've seen it. We've seen it in the past. Domestic violence at one point had hit its peak in the NFL and they did nothing. The league did nothing about it. Nothing. They gave all those guys slaps on the wrist. Some of those dudes have multiple, multiple domestic uh, violence cases, and it didn't matter. It didn't stop these owners from bringing them in on their team, paying these guys. And then you have Deshaun Watson, who's the latest case, and this dude had the league in a frenzy last year. That's after he sits out a year and quits on his team and says he's not playing another down for the Texans. This is a healthy scratch for the entire season. Right. They don't care. They don't care about the off the field baggage that comes with them. That didn't stop any of these owners, including Arthur Blank, from going after Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. But what takes me off when it comes to Lamar is that I think that these owners from day one of Lamar coming out of college, they have had an issue with him because everything about Lamar is different. Everything about Lamar is unorthodox and they hate it. The one thing about the NFL, you have to do what they want you to do or else they're going to end up showing you who's boss. And I really believe that's what's going on now. They are clinging to any low-hanging fruit they could possibly go to as an excuse as to why they don't want to go after Lamar Jackson. And it's sad. And it's to the point to where it's literally right in front of our face. And look, I'm, I'm truly not ignoring all the dynamics that surround Lamar Jackson that make it difficult to bring him on their team. I don't have an issue with any owner that says Lamar Jackson's asking price is out of our price range. That mm -hmm. is perfectly fine to me. But my issue is how the bleep do you know what Lamar Jackson is asking for when you won't even talk to him? You won't mm -hmm. even talk to him. You going off of reports now, the same reports that when it's against their team, they're the first ones to say you can't believe everything that's out there. So why, when you have the opportunity to actually go talk to the guy for free, you don't even you don't even want to hear from him. 
The fact that he doesn't have an agent, they hate it. They hate it. And I got news for people. The owners aren't the only people that hate the fact that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. The owners aren't the only people that are rooting against Lamar Jackson getting what he's asking for because he doesn't have an agent. The agents are rooting against Lamar Jackson as well. This is bad business for agents because if Lamar Jackson can get a fully guaranteed deal or whatever deal he's looking for as a quarterback, because I continue to say the quarterback position is the most important position, I think, in sports. If nothing else, the most polarizing position in sports. If Lamar Jackson is able to negotiate that on his own, then you're going to have linemen coming out. Why do I need an agent? Lamar Jackson just was able to just break the record and get his own deal by himself. Why do I need any of you guys to represent me? It's, it's bad business for the agents. So he's got a lot of people going against him. It's not just the owners. I truly believe that. It's not just the owners. And, and like I said, you've seen it over time. They tried to change his position coming out of college. That didn't work. He only goes on to win unanimous MVP. And then it really tells you how people around the league feel about Lamar when you've got these uh, undisclosed executives, anonymous executives coming out, putting out top 10 quarterback lists. And then the executive says Lamar Jackson could win 10 MVPs. I still wouldn't look at him as a quarterback. What else do you need to hear? These people yeah. are against this guy. I got, I, I, I believe that they think this kid is stupid. I think that they, have, they, they don't think that this dude is intelligent enough to do the things that he's trying to do. And I think that Lamar is set in on making sure he proves people wrong. I think he, I've said it before, Rita, in terms of why he doesn't have an agent. And look, I've, I've been on the record plenty of times of saying, I agree, he needs an agent. No or doubt about it. Some or type. something, something. The dude has no endorsements or little to none. I mean, he, it's no reason why that's the case. That's a him issue. No question. But the fact of the matter is, Lamar Jackson is too good for teams to simply say, I'm okay. I mean, to not even go and talk to the dude, I, it, it's amazing to me. And somebody said it, and I agree, no other team in the league uh, values Lamar the way the Ravens do. I agree with that because the Ravens have gotten to have Lamar Jackson. They've gotten to have a 45-16 and 16 record when Lamar Jackson is on the field. So they know the impact of Lamar. And it's just funny to me that all these other teams – that lose to Lamar are the main ones saying that they don't want him because when <laughs> you play against them, you can't stop them. But it's cool. You're good with the with the scraps that you have. I can't wait to see what some of these teams look like at the end of the year. I continue to say it for Lamar. I have no issue with him betting on himself because I think Lamar is one healthy season away from getting what he's looking for. And it mm -hmm. may not come from the Ravens. It may not. But I think he has one healthy season, and we're having a totally different conversation about Lamar Jackson. But I am so sick of the NFL and this game that they're trying to pull and these nonsense quotes that they're putting out and all these BS excuses. It's sad and it's embarrassing. 
It's embarrassing. This is one of the most prominent players in the league. In the league. Lamar Jackson can't go anywhere. Not just in Baltimore, but anywhere. Without mm -hmm. getting mobbed. Like, I had Morgan Moses on my show this week, Rita, and he talked about the impact that Lamar Jackson has made on the community in Baltimore. And he's and he used the word hope. And I and I really, I really hung on to that because you do kind of get a symbol of hope when you see Lamar Jackson, if you're out of in Baltimore, at least when you see Lamar Jackson take over the Ravens, because at least from an outsider who's not a Ravens fan, the Ravens to me have had one of the most boring offenses in the NFL before Lamar. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was just the thing. It's like, oh God, the Ravens defense, yeah, it's great. The Ravens can run the ball, yes, with the best of them. But man, they have one of the most boringest offenses you're going to see. And Lamar Jackson comes in, and all of a sudden, everything changes. The vibe in the city changes. The vibe around the team changes. And you can't tell me that this dude doesn't carry a heavy impact with him wherever he ends up going. Um, and you just look at what they've been able, what they've done to previous black quarterbacks that have come into the league that have had Lamar's skill set and how they change their positions and things like that. You L Lamar is, I think, a trendsetter in a lot of ways uh, because I, I do think he is going to open up the door for quarterbacks that are coming behind him that have his similar skill set to where people are going to have to second guess whether or not they need to be asking these guys to change a position. If you go back and watch Lamar at the combine that year, it's, it's cringeworthy to watch how many times he has to say he's a quarterback. They have been against this dude from the beginning, and I think that they hate the fact that to this point, it's worked out for him. I know people are like, well, he's losing out on a lot of money. He's turned down deals that he probably should have accepted. Okay, that's debatable. But if you ask Lamar, he's probably fine with the decisions that he's made. He's fine with the road that he's on. He's accepted what's going on. And I think, honestly, I do believe he's genuinely okay with whatever the outcome ends up being. He is okay as long as he can do it his way. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I share a lot of um general um you know uh issues that you have about the nfl this is a business that is um owned by old rich men um they do things their way and this is not the first time that we've seen the nfl um impose their power on somebody we saw a colin kaepernick situation um the same thing which is why i think that this is a very hard hill to climb when it comes to lamar because i i think people like, like yourself like myself are saying i mean well, this is a guy that can contribute to your team now they don't care about any of that they don't care and they have nothing that's going to stop them from doing what it is that they want to do because at the end of the day the ticket sales are not what drives the 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 money for the nfl the contracts for the tvs is what drives the nfl that's what pays the big bucks so their only care it, their biggest care is about what the networks got going on not what the fans think and so if it means that they're you know gonna you know push somebody out or force somebody to do something their way here and there then that's what they're gonna do because they're no until somebody forces them to change nobody's going they're not going to do that um and so it's really jacked up 
about how they've done this whole Lamar thing. I mean, because we know that Lamar can contribute to essentially any team that he would go to. Um, and yet you you are trying to act as if um, he's just not good enough to even consider. And we know that that's not true. Um, the league literally had a unanimous MVP only two times, and Lamar Jackson is one of those two people. So uh, it is messed up of, what, of what's going on. My concern is, is that how do we stop these things from happening. And I don't know the answer to that. I mean, the biggest answer is you just can't watch, but that's a lot to ask for, particularly when you have a lot vested in a, you know, in terms of a team. And so unfortunately I just feel like that this is a problem that's, you know, not going to ever have a resolution because the owners have the driver's seat and will until guys start getting uh, behind Lamar and he creates an army of people of his caliber that can ride the purpose that he rides. Because until then, I think that this is essentially a moot point. I don't think anybody's going to move the needle because they don't have to. And that's the sad part. Yeah. I mean, you, you're absolutely right. It's really nothing we can do. I mean, I, I wish, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's not, but you, you hear from uh, the various NFL players around the league. They all know, what Lamar can do. You got Tyron Matthew talking about Lamar's the toughest player he's ever had to play against. I mean, everybody knows you're in for a long day when you have to go up against Lamar Jackson. And you talk about the tickets, you know, the, uh, uh, the TV ratings and, and getting viewers. I mean, it's few big ticket items in the NFL bigger than Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson's on the TV. You're probably going to watch It's must see TV. Um, so, I mean, I just, I, I think a lot of the things that they're using to go to say why they don't want to use Lamar. And again, because I have, I feel like I have to say it. Everybody wants, oh, well, he's looking for guaranteed money or, oh, he's been hurt the last two years. I understand it. I do. I honestly do. I'm taking all of that into account. But right. That alone, even with that information, if I'm an owner or a GM, I'm pushing to get Lamar Jackson, especially if I got freaking Desmond Ritter and Taylor <laughs> in my quarterback room. If I got Sam Howe and, and freaking Jacoby Brissett in my quarterback room, I mean, God, what are we talking about? But right. it's cool because it's easy to, it's, it's easy to just skip over it in March. Let's see what happens come September and October when football is back and you got to put this piss poor product on the field. And then your fans are all, we could have had Lamar, you know, and it'll be a lot of the same people that are like, I don't want Lamar. Like, right, right. They're all flip-flops because the same people, I I remember when I was a, when I was a producer at 105.7 and I'm taking calls after Lamar's rookie year. And I had all these people calling in talking about how Lamar is not a real quarterback, how they don't want him, how they miss Flacco. And it's amazing how a year changes things. Because all of a sudden, Lamar goes out that next season, wins MVP, and all those callers, the, all their all their takes change. Everything changed. It was the Lamar glorified session. So it'll it'll come back around. I, I know it will. It's, it's it's just what happens during the off season. People forget, but once it's put back in front of them and they have to look at that product again, they'll be reminded yep. very fast. Absolutely, and so. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad somebody had to say it. You know, the NFL is full of, it's, it stinks. It's full of crap. It smells crappy over here. So I am happy that somebody was able 
to um, call them out. And I, I hope that made you feel better, friend, because it, it, you know, it, it's always good to empty, empty the tank, you know. It, it feels good to empty the tank sometimes. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just sometimes that was was happening mixed with some of the stuff. I, I'm I'm on Twitter too much. I, I I like Lamar probably need to put my phone down <laughs> sometimes and stay off Twitter. Uh, but you know you you see some of the things and I don't know, man. I, I think a lot of people are looking at this sometimes in the wrong way. Like if you don't pay Lamar, then okay, you saved a couple of bucks. But then what are you gonna do? Like. What, what what are you going to do after that? I don't think people really think about that. Everybody's worried about paying the guy and stuff. First of all, it's not your money. And second of all, like you would, you're paying to keep your best player. You're not just paying some Joe Schmo off the street. It's, it's it'll be right. a loss if you lose him. And I think people just think quarterbacks grow on trees. And sometimes people just got to be reminded. So whatever happens, man, I, I just hope people remember the things that they were saying leading up to this, uh, because it'll 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 be brought back to light in due time. Very well said, friend. Very, I have nothing to add to that, by the way. I mean, I added already what I thought, but um, very well said on your end. And so I'm just going to end it there because I don't have anything else to say to that. Um, you you did very well with speaking a lot of truths that I feel like uh, it, it applies in terms of how I feel about the NFL as well. So on that note, I mean, hey, happy Friday, I guess, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to take a shot of that. Sometimes it's just really good to get things off your chest. I'm just glad Cordell had the platform to do it. And I'm sure a lot of you agree with him as well. So we want you to enjoy your weekend. Um, baseball season is officially here, so whoever you cheer for, good luck. Unless you're a Yankees fan, because yes. you know us Orioles fans don't care about you over here, uh, or unless you're, are you a Nationals fan? I'm a hybrid. I I was born an Orioles fan, so I, okay. I do love the Orioles. But I, 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 of course, I'm a DC guy, so I, I do root for the Nats. So, too. so you do root for the Nats. So is, is the Mets or the Phillies oh, yeah. your biggest? Uh, it's the Phillies for me. Screw the Phillies. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I hate the Yankees they're too. in your division. Football, basketball, yeah. baseball. That makes that makes all the sense. Okay. So Philly, F Philly for Cordell. F the Yankees, F Boston for me. Oh, you know what? The Blue Jays too. They can get it. Tampa is That's actually pretty good, but I don't ever pay Tampa no mind. So um, there's that. But enjoy your baseball weekend. If you're going to the games, be safe, have fun. And um from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.